You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome, welcome to Tim Talks. The Friday edition. We're sounds here at good. The end of the week. Smells yeah, good. Yeah, sounds great. Smells good. Tastes good. Tastes it's all wretched. Good. Oh, why don't you just have a sip of your little beverage there and clear your palate and enjoy the savor, the lingering taste of nothingness. Yes. Yeah. Cool, clear, clear water. Water. There you go. Now i got to find a soundtrack for that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How did you like my Barbra Streisand conclusion to last week? Pretty good. Memories. Pretty good. Yeah. Every now and then we just throw a little extra in for our listeners because you, Timmy's, are worth it. Oh, I thought you were just being worldly. No, no. No, I just uh, want She's a Jewess. I just wanted to, you know, help support the Israeli nation. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Does she even claim? I guess she would claim to be a Jew, but she's she's very liberal, very liberal. Many Jews were, yeah, have been, yeah, politically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it kind of shocked me one time. I don't know why this shocked me, but I was invited to the home of a Jewish family for uh, Passover. Mm-hmm. They had me for their Passover celebration. So we get there, and um, they they were not Orthodox Jews, but they, they celebrated. And so we got in, and they said, well, we'll be honest. We, we've had to restudy what Passover is because hmm. we don't religiously follow it. And they said, in fact, our daughter is an atheist. Wow. And I thought, wow, I, I never thought of a Jew being atheist. But, yeah, there's some people that don't believe in their God. I mean, if you look at the history of Israel, how many people, you know, didn't follow God and and acted as if he didn't exist, mm-hmm. uh, even in the making of the golden calf. I mean, he's right there in front of them, and they worship a false, false God. So, yes. yeah, kind of weird. But, yeah. Well, um, we've been to Israel. We have experienced Israel. We hope to go back and experience it again. Yep. I hope to go many times and experience it, and I hope to help other people experience it. What What was the greatest value, do you think, of going to Israel for you and, and for your people as well? Just seeing. Seeing and learning because it's, it's, it's a feast for all the senses that you never forget. I mean, I can still, I can still tell you how... Nazareth sort of smelled a little bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I don't have a good good nose, but I mean, you know, like the right. the synagogue there in Nazareth, it didn't have yeah. any bad smell. It just was a unique unique smell. It wasn't like yep. I was retching or yeah. anything like that. Um, no. It just uh, the sounds. It's so unique to look yeah. at the city of David. And to yeah. hear the Muslim prayers in the background, 
You know, I mean, yeah. it's such a yeah. such a strange dichotomy there. It's it's it very is. unique to go walking in and the men are able to go inside some of the rooms inside the western wall that are attached to the mm-hmm. re- western wall and to, and to see right. the many many elderly weeping crying praying and you know mm-hmm. yet it's a form of godliness because they deny the pi- the power thereof which is the Lord Jesus Christ right. it, it's such right. a sad sad yeah. and beautiful place that's a great that's a great that's a great picture yeah you're absolutely right to me it's it's a it's almost frustrating because i think you're right here you got it right here it happened right here and you missed it yes you missed it and when you stand at that western wall and you hear people cry mishaya mishaya calling for the messiah to come you know deliver us bring us the peace that we're looking for Mm. especially now in this conflict time you know they just want the peace of god and they can have it in Christ. There's always going to be military conflict. There's always going to be sin. There's always going to be that. But to have the peace of God, we have it in our hearts. Amen. And sadly, we don't relish in that enough. We don't We don't thank God enough that we have that peace that passes all understanding. Oh, my. And you're right. I, I tell people, when you go to Israel, you see, you taste, you smell, you experience the Bible. And it's incredible incredible if you've never gone you need to go and even if you don't come with us oh man get yourself over there it will change your christianity forever it it will change you yeah, if you I think read your so. bible i think so yeah you know and of we're course talking about, reading and studying ahead of time you already have the expectation of oh oh look where we're at and you know yes. and then of course the blessing of you go someplace and then read up again on it, and or maybe the next time you're studying, I remember that. I mean, I can still see right. the plain there where the with the valley where David yep. met Goliath. We had driven through yes. there in our first trip, yep. and yep. then the they pulled the bus over by a little brook, and a bunch of us got some stones out of that brook. You know, I yep. mean, it just yeah, it is just man. I see it. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I, I haven't been able to verify this, but I heard that there were some drone bombings of the um, Tiberius, city of Tiberius, hmm. and also Bet Shean, hmm. which would be devastating if they, if they if they ever hit those areas. Um, there's some beautiful remains there. Um, Bet Shean is one of my favorite places. It is. It really gives you a good view of the Roman yes, influence in Israel. Yes, it um, just incredible spot there so yeah wow 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 well where does this where does this take us in future do you think well you know you had said in our last podcast about how do you get rid of the hate there's only one way it's jesus christ and so you have basically you know islamic people who hate israel and i'm overgeneralizing and you've got jewish people who basically hate arabs and, and so uh, there's certainly deep distrust at, at best. And, and so to, to understand that the only thing that can take that away is Jesus Christ. And so the only way that it won't exist is whenever Jesus comes and it, he is reigning on the throne 
and he doesn't allow it to take its form and shape and activity. But even after a thousand years, they're going to hate Jesus. So hatred right. is hatred, and of course we know it's from Satan. Yeah. Isn't it awesome to think, and again, we've been right here. We've been on top of the Mount of Olives. We've looked over at the eastern gate of Jerusalem. There's an Arab cemetery in front of the gate. Mm. The gate has been blocked yep. by the Ottomans in the Turkey, Turkish reign of Israel. Um, and one day, Christ is going to come and step on the top of that mountain and split that thing wide open. Amen. And is going to go through that eastern gate, which, by the way, is the closest gate to the Temple Mount area, and will ascend into that place that is rightfully his, and he will rule and reign this world for 1,000 years. Oh, my goodness. Right there. Amen. And it's coming. It's coming. Amen. And part of the times that the Bible tells us that there's going to be, before Christ comes, there's going to be great wars. There's going to be great disaster, all of those things. And we don't know the day or the time, but we do know, I think, the drawing of those times. And I think we're getting close. I really do. And I hear it from more and more people all the time. We could see it in our lifetime, Brother Wolven. We could. Well, the thing to me that is the the focus, if I wanted to, anything that would be a sign or timeline, and of course, there's nothing in the Bible that would prevent Jesus coming right now. But right. I think uh, I sort of look at the temple, the rebuilding of the temple. And of course, from uh -huh. the first time I went, maybe almost 20 years ago, and up to the last time I went, what was it, five years ago that we mm. were? And um, yeah. in that in that distance, I think there was 12 or 13 years in between the two trips where I'd taken. And from the, the, the Temple Studies organization, mm -hmm. from that time until five years ago. <laughs> yeah. The first time, here's what we want, here's what we plan, here's a couple little items we have. And then to go there and to say, here's the altar, it is uh, kosher, and it's ready to use right now. Here is this, here is that. I mean, just on and on. Yeah. The table of showbread, yeah. all of them. I mean, I mean, they're all constructed and there. And then, of course, the giant right. menorah that's uh, just right yeah. on the outside of the western wall. I mean, that thing has, mm -hmm. it, it's worth like millions of dollars of gold. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just yeah. incredible to see what they have and is prepared and to watch those commercials. I've downloaded those commercials. I found them and downloaded mm -hmm. them on my computer and uh, where they say in our time. It, yes. it is like a vow yes. in our time. Mm -hmm. We're building mm -hmm. the temple in our time. We, we've seen the computer uh, computer assisted drawings, the CAD drawings. They have it all yeah. mapped out. They've got it all figured out. It's ready. They are ready. So yeah. Um, yeah, the, 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 uh, the abomination of desolation, as the Bible talks about in, in uh, Daniel, will take place halfway through the tribulation. And so the temple mm -hmm. must be constructed by then. And so either yes. they're going to build it in three and a half years or they're going to build it before but that's where I, I put my focus on 
wow, this is a good sign, good, good idea. Right. And every time I go to Israel, I hear more talk of that. Yes. I see more evidence of that. Um, there is a huge survey going on in the old city of David that is kind of hush-hush. There's not a lot of talk about it. Um, you don't hear a lot about it on the news, but there is a huge archaeological dig going on there. And I have talked to people in Israel that have said, indicated that they believe that may be where the original temple sat. And, um, you know, they've found things in there. They've kept it hush-hush. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. And, uh, you know, that, that Temple Mount area now is very contentious. I, you know, that was given over in a, in a peace agreement years ago. The Temple Mount area is given over to, to uh, the Palestinians. And you'd wonder why would Israel ever give that up? unless the Israelis of this day do not believe that is the actual site of the original temple area. That's because uh, Palestine, that area, was not, they were in governmental control of other nations. And so that's mm -hmm. all that they gave them. Matter of fact, they didn't even give them Jerusalem. When I, when I went the first time, our guide was Hezekiah. He, we called Hezi. Hmm. And so he was an older man probably about my age now, and um, he fought in the Six-Day War, and um, oh. he was on the Golan Heights, and his unit was uh, fighting on the Golan Heights, and when they heard, now here's a man who most of his life lived in Israel, even as a boy, and what they would do is that, I think there was a uh, uh, Star of David Hotel uh, but anyway, th that was the tallest structure in the Israeli-occupied area of Jerusalem. And as maybe mm -hmm. about eight or nine stories, they had made the top floor just a viewing area. And that's as close as they could even get to the Western Wall. Wow. Was, and he wow. said he grew up where people would take turns going up there and they would pray just like they were at the Western Wall. That's as close as they could get. He said when wow. they were in the midst of battles on the Golan Heights and when they heard that they had captured Jerusalem, they stood up and shouted and jumped around with bullets flying everywhere. He said he does not know of one person who was hit while they're jumping around, dancing, singing, crying. Some were praying, you know, they, they were under fire. Are, you know, a barrage yeah. of uh, fire, and yet they jumped around and danced. And so whenever they, when he said whenever we finally went in Jerusalem, they just, they couldn't believe it. But mm. but to broker deals, much was given, parceled off and things like that. And so, yeah. Right, right, right. Do you think there is ever hope of a true peace in the Middle East until Jesus comes? No, there won't even peace after Jesus comes. I mean, he will not right, allow it exactly. while he reigns. And even still, right. then Satan, whenever he's loosed for a season, you know, then he's mm -hmm. going to gather all the nations to combat against the Lord. Yeah. E even though, you know, yeah. what do we say? We just want peace. No, we don't. No, we want no. rebellion. Uh -huh. We want our own way. And, and so, right. you know, what we're seeing now is uh, unsaved people 
behaving very unsaved. Now, I'm not saying Israel shouldn't defend themselves. I mean, it, it, if I was in right. their place, I would defend myself too. But, you know, yeah. the, the terrorist organizations, they lie and lie and lie and lie. Just every one of these student groups that are protesting Israel, they're liars. That's what they are. They're, they're just liars. Um, you know, mm. Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, you know, they're... they're they're anti-Semites in Congress. They're liars. They hate Israel, and yet they want to pretend mm. like they're fair. They, they have great, right. great hatred, and they want Israel wiped off the face of the earth. And so right. you've got a lot of students that are sort of sucked in. It's chic. It's sort of, sort of popular, you know, to rebel against the you know, status quo. I, I think that's a lot of it. But whenever they, they look and see... You know, the atrocities, how can you say, hey, you guys deserved it? If you right. really mean that, whoa. Yeah, for our cl- for our Canadian listeners, explain those two names. Explain oh, who those two people they're are. They're two U.S. Congresswomen. Uh, one is from Dearborn, Michigan, and the other is from Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. And uh, and so they're, they're both in very strong um, uh, Arab... Uh, areas yep. and and uh, just uh, Rashida Tlaib still plays displays the Palestinian flag outside of her office in Washington D.C. Right. and uh, you know right. n- n- will never say anything about the atrocities committed against Israel, but will always and for the the Palestinians are the ones that have been of course that's the big key trigger word colonized. All colonizers right. are wrong. Right. Yeah. There's uh, there is support um, in places of this world today that want to defend the actions of Hamas. Uh, have defended Hezbollah in the past, the PLO, the Palestine Liberation Organization. Um, and there's always going to be. They they don't understand Christ either. They right. the Jews don't understand right. Christ. They don't understand right. Christ. They don't understand this whole biblical thing. So yeah, there's going to be that, and we don't understand that sometimes. But I guess again, as I said the other day, maybe the only way we could understand is if somebody came into our country and took what we believe is mm-hmm. ours and forced a new way of life upon us. We would have better understanding. We just don't understand that. So and this goes back four thousand years. Four thousand years, oh, yeah. four thousand years of hatred, animosity, yeah. antagonism, and uh, God knew that politically. God knew that, and so that's why He instructed yeah. Joshua and the people to completely drive yeah. the people out of the land, and they didn't. Yeah, and so right. you you see uh, a lack of faith from Abraham see disobedience from early israel i mean on and on you know the problem is we know more than god yeah yep always wow what a week and uh i hope this is over soon i want to go back to israel i want to i want to go and show people what i've seen what you've seen and uh Man, I just hope and pray that we're through this quick. Would you please pray for the people of Israel today and um, for the innocent people that are caught up in this thing um, on both sides, that God would uh, they need the Lord. allow very quickly for oh, this to be settled. Oh, they need the Lord. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
absolutely. So from our safe spot today, from our safe haven of home um, here in North America, yes. uh, you know, let's just uh, let's just praise the Lord for what we have. We do have peace here, and we're so thankful for it. And we've we've had a lifetime of it, and I praise the Lord for it. And uh, I I sympathize for those today, or I you know, sympathize with those today that are going through some difficult times. So God bless you. I'm Al Stone. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, for our younger listeners, um, it has been historic all the way through history. You basically achieve peace when you're so strong that people are afraid of retaliation. And so, uh, you know, that's why we need a strong military. That's why we need strong people in office. And I do believe that some of our weakness in our administrations has been some of the driving force behind Ukraine. And, you know, once they saw the, just the, the, the awful way that we left uh, the Middle East already, you know, um, man, I, I, it just showed such yeah. weakness. But, uh, you know, we're not hawks, we're not desiring for war, but there needs to be, Israel needs to respond stronger than what we would think they should in order for this to mm. really be done. Right, right. The only way to stop a bully sometimes is to punch him in the nose so hard that he never forgets that. And this is part of what's going on. So, wow, keep watching, keep praying. Yes. We're going to be back on Monday, and hopefully we'll have some good news to share with you and uh, bring you through that week. But until then, I'm Al Stone. That's Dan Wolven. We are Tim Talks. We love you. We appreciate you. We thank you for listening. Share the news of this program with someone else so that we can be a blessing, hopefully, to other people. And uh, we pray today the peace of Jesus Christ upon all people. This is Tim Talks. Have a great weekend. And we encourage everyone in Ohio, vote no on issue one. Thank you. Okay, there you go. It's done and done. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.